So episode one, take one. <laughs> it's official. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing there, my friend? Much better now that we've like officially started this, this journey. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I'm super pumped to be here recording our very first podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, just wanted to kick off like with some introductions. So here we are. Uh, I'm Amy Alexander, and I'm sitting virtually with a dear friend and my co-podcast partner, Denise Rabat. <laughs> and as I just shared to record our very first podcast episode. Um, so I wanted to kind of jump in and tell a little bit about our story of how we met And then we will dive into our topic for today, which I think our listeners will really, really enjoy. Uh, So Denise and I met back in 2015 after we were picking up our mail from our neighborhood bank of mailboxes. So I still live in a, like a row home community and in the center, there is like a grouping of, you know, three banks of mailboxes where there's a key and you can walk out and get your, and get your mail. Um, And there was another woman there one day. I didn't recognize her. They had just recently moved in. And after a pleasant exchange, we soon found ourselves and our kids frequently spending lots of time together. Uh, (laughs) Denise, at the time we had met, had a little girl, Ella, and I had a little boy, Caleb. They were super small, super cute, and they instantly loved each other. I mean, we even have a picture of them walking down the street, like holding hands. (laughs) It's, it's adorable. I kind of feel like Ella might have been in a costume. I'm not 100% sure, but it's you probably know. back then. <laughs> Some princess costume, but anyways, they were so, so cute. Now, since we are, I'm in the Midwest in Chicago and Denise is out in Orange County, uh, the kids haven't seen each other in some time, but if they did, they probably would take one look at each other and like <laughs> sit at like opposite corners of any... <laughs> They were, they were so enamored with each other at four years old. I don't know about a 10. They've, they've now, you know, maturity is set in, but yeah, yeah. Now it's like, you're a girl. I'm a boy. No, no, we can't talk to each other. So (laughs) anywho, um, so our families just instantly clicked, even our hubbies and you know, with men, this could be hard, really, really enjoyed (laughs) spending time together. Um, and it definitely helped that we are both Aquariuses and love to chat totally, which I think is one of the reasons that we decided to give this a whirl because we thought that we were pretty funny. Just in our That's such up. an Aquarius thing to think that we are also very entertaining, but hopefully people agree. Um, so yeah, and we like to chat and, you know, as, as we're talking now, we, neither one of us can get our own words in edgewise, which is, which is all good and typical for our conversation. Um, but fast forward with a move back to Orange County for Denise and a baby also for Denise and some job pivots for both of us, we decided that we could add a podcast to our busy lives. So in between PTA and hockey and other sports and our beauty regimens, you know, as well as our paid clients that we work with, we just (laughs) wanted to, you know, throw another thing to the fire. So after months of planning and rescheduled meetings and missed deadlines and everything we are here today and we're just diving in and 
hope for the best. Um, a goal actualized this, in, in this motion. Is, this is big. This is really, really big. So um, we have this episode and one other planned, and hopefully we can continue uh, to, to put these out on a regular, regular basis. So um, before we dive in a bit deeper onto who we are as individuals, we wanted to share that we're debating over two names names for our podcast. Um, and in the show notes that you'll find a poll where you can help us and vote for your favorite. Uh, option one is midlife at the mailbox. And option two is meeting at the mailbox. Both are perfect for us because one, we're in our midlife. I just celebrated my 40th birthday, but feeling good feeling happy and um, you know the other meeting at the mailbox and our idea is since that we met at the mailbox and so often you engage with other people co-workers neighbors the mailbox becomes like our proverbial water cooler um, as that was like where we met the kids would ride their bikes in the in our little courtyard and many conversations from just daily pleasantries to more profound conversations definitely happen there. And uh, so we hope that you can help us by voting for your favorite, either midlife at the mailbox or meeting at the mailbox and um, share your favorite name so we can <laughs> pick which one and we can continue to move forward with our goal of being famous podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have a sponsor. <laughs> we could only Come on, help. mom. Right. <laughs> Beyond just like our parents giving us, you know, yeah. like a gift card to, you know, a spot. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh so um, I'm going to dive in and tell you a little bit about me. And then when I'm done, Denise will tell you a little bit about her. And then we will jump into our topic for today. So I am Amy. I am someone who connects small business owners with their optimal customer. Uh, in other words, I'm a marketing consultant. I focus on partnerships with small businesses to help owners drive the right traffic through their doors. Uh, for the past 20 years, I've supported retail, restaurants, construction, and various service businesses with their social media, email, budgets, online advertising, old school advertising, and just general overall marketing strategies. Uh, when I'm not posting on Instagram for my clients um, or doing it for myself, I am a hockey mom um, and a budding at home, clean eating, healthy eating chef. I use air quotes when I say chef. I do follow a lot of other people's recipes, um, but that's okay. Uh, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Denise, and she's going to tell you a little bit about what she does when we're not recording podcasts. <laughs> Hey everyone, um, I'm Denise. I'm the other half of the mailbox. I loved Amy's intro because it's true. I mean, we, over the years we've had so many um, uh, deep, you know, meaningful conversations that, you know, you don't always have with every friend, right? But her and I like to, you know, we're kind of both in a helping profession, just a little bit different fashion. And so, um, you know, we like talking about these topics, not everybody does. And so we thought this was just a great way to do it. So in essence, I'm a consultant, right? And I love to also work with professionals, um, teams, organizations, and I really want to help them, you know, with their career development and your commu and communication strategies. 
Um, some, some say like my superpower is really to connect with people at any level. And that's why I'm connecting with all of you today via podcast, right? It's just a different medium. And I know we are, uh, podcasts are not new, but uh, I've recently become a podcast enthusiast and I like learning from them. I like listening to them. I like consuming them, right? It's a different way. It's not something that I had done in the past. I know I'm a little late to the party, but here I am. Now I'm working at the, you know, as a creator. Um, I also love to help people communicate and coach them to build their career story and network. Um, it's not a natural to me because like I said, I would love to connect. I'd love to communicate, love to talk. Um, but I've, you know, uh, you know, now I guess I can add podcast creator to my story too, as of today. So it's exciting for me. Um, most recently, I've been working as a consultant in private practice um, in a company I started called Denise for Bot Career Coaching. And it's been about eight months in the making, and I've been working with some really dynamic professionals. Um, prior to that, I also was at Lee Heck Harrison, or as it's now known as LHH. As a career consultant, uh, I worked with individuals who are in career transition. So um, these are companies who displace employees and, and providing them with career development um, services. So I did that, you know, really early in the pandemic and, and it was just an amazing experience. I've spoken to over 400 individuals and it was pretty cool. Um, you know, but prior to that in past life, I spent 15 years in communications. I did high tech communications, entertainment marketing, and also PR. So, uh, but I'm not consulting. I'm a wife and a mom of two little ones that live in Seal Beach and Rossmore. Uh, we did do a 16 month stint in Chicago, which is how I met Amy. So the best thing I brought back was Amy and our friendship from the Chicago area. The cold weather wasn't for my family, but <laughs> but Amy and the Alexander family was. So I'm ha I'm happy that that all happened. Um, in my free time, you know, in the post COVID era, I've still taken up online dance classes. I love that. It gets a lot of the energy. Gives me a lot of fulfillment. I think we'll talk about that a little later in our podcast. Um, and I also am nurturing a flock of plants. I'm actually looking out at them now. Uh, two years now, they've been kind of keeping me sane in this uh, crazy world these days. So that's a little bit about me. Awesome. And I have the funniest story when they, when, when I get that I can totally attest to with Denise and her family and not liking the cold weather was she, her, her parents came out to visit in October, uh, I think was for Ella's birthday. And her dad, like, I remember you telling me this whole story that he like went to REI and like literally head to toe, like outfitted himself in like all this cold weather gear. Like it was probably, I don't know, 40 or 50 degrees in October at that point. But he like was ready for the next snowpocalypse. And <laughs> Yes, we are California born and raised, but I, I will say you meet the most kind-hearted and, and really people that connect in the Midwest. And obviously I came back with a great friend in Amy and the Alexander family. So, And us was, the same. It was not all uh, snowstorms and, and ice. <laughs> not at all. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you know, with that, I think, you know, today we're here to talk about a topic Amy's going to usher it in because this is something that her and I've worked at as a cinema career coach. And so... And Amy and I started, you know, kind of talking at a more, you know, formal level about a year ago, actually, Amy, when I, you know, I think that sets up really nicely what you were, um, what you're going to talk about today. Husband and I and son, we decided that, uh, you know, Chicago was very much on the big, big lockdowns, you know, across the U.S. because of COVID. And we opted to blow this popsicle stand and head to Tampa. And so we were down in Tampa for about three months 
And during that time, I was laid off from my um, sales director role. And really at that point, looked back at my goals and what I was really hoping for and striving for, you know, since my son was very small and as I was kind of making some changes within my own life. And when I was laid off, Denise and I obviously continued our conversation and she kind of helped to focus me on me and building my brand and my story. And I think that that really resonates with our topic today, which is the pursuit of happiness, um, feeling fulfilled in your life, feeling happy in your life. Are you a little bit more, is it more vitality? Is it fulfillment? Is it happiness? What is happiness? And so we wanted to kind of dive in and, and discuss that a little bit about how, how I kind of came about with this and how Denise resonates with this topic as well. Um, you know, as I, we've shared that we're both parents and in 2011, um, my son was born. I was working full time. I commuted downtown to, to Chicago. I was on the train early. Uh, I was home late and I really felt like I was missing out on a lot of my son's early life. And I was very, very unhappy. Um, but I didn't really recognize that the job that I was doing or being away from home was the thing that was upsetting me and making me feel so unhappy. Um, it really took some changes to my life and just kind of like my mental state to really realize like, Hey, you know, like there's, there are some other things out there that would excite me and, you know, would allow me to, would allow me to really, you know, fill in the holes of the things that I was missing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, transitions like that and big life event changes, you know, for a lot of people cause them to like, you know, really reevaluate their position, right? What they're doing. And it's, you know, it's at least it's super common in the people I talk to professionals. Um, it, it was just stood out, you know, huge, you know, when COVID started and the pandemic yes. hit and, and even the civil unrest and that was going on in 2020 and, you know, in those summer and spring months, um, I had clients, you know, reevaluating their whole life, right? So you're not alone, and especially, you know, and it's very, very common too amongst new parents, especially working new parents, but both, right? Even parents have stayed at home and then they're like, why? Right, right. <laughs> Um, so I think one of the pieces is like, I, I, I did a quick definition. So happiness, um, I just, I took this off of Google. So happiness in psychology is a state of emotional well-being that a person experiences either in a narrow sense when good things happen or in a specific moment or more broadly as a positive evaluation of one's life. So when I was during my transition from my job that I had when I, you know, was on maternity leave and, and, and mm -hmm. moving forward, I decided that I wanted to start writing a blog. And so I titled my, my blog, Life, Kids, and the Pursuit of Happiness. During this time, there was a lot of loss in my life. Um, it wasn't all happy. And I felt like a lot of what I was writing just really geared towards the negative, right? Just all like lots of sad feelings. Um, and it wasn't happy. But I think one of the pieces that, 
you know, we want to kind of uncover and discuss is happiness is something that is not static, right? There are always going to be ebbs and flows. And is that something, is it happiness or is it that I'm missing out on something like that? I'm, that I'm trying to feel a different way, find another connection. Um, and so for me, that trying to feel, trying to feel fulfilled in my life was, okay, I knew that the job that I was in was not good and I needed to make a change, right? So I set about how to make that happen. And I felt like if I was in a position that I can work from home, that I can be present in my son's life, if I can be more present for, as a wife and as a mother, that, that my life would be more happy, right? And Mm -hmm. I started writing and I started writing about my son and I started writing about friendships and just having conversations. And I think a lot of what we're talking about here was really present, you know, in 2016, when I set out to start my blog, right? Mm -hmm. These, these topics, these things that we talk about still every single day are, are still ever so present in our, in our life. Right. So us, feeling that, that desire to, we weren't obviously being fulfilled by being at home during the pandemic. We couldn't do the things that we used to do. We couldn't move as fluidly right out in the world. So we decided, Hey, let's pick up, let's, let's change, right? Let's change that story. And let's be someplace that is warm, is sunny, you know, is that my, that, you know, our kids can be in school Well, my kid can be in school that, you know, we didn't have to do two hours in the morning and, you know, the rest e-learning that we all could feel this sense of, you know, happiness or being fulfilled by, by that kind of day to day that we were doing and being in Florida really, really brought that out. Um, and I feel like it was really making us question where the best place for us would be and for our family. You know, we really felt like we were trying to have that power to influence ourselves, right? You and, needed and to move your mailbox. You had a, needed- you moved, you moved that initial mailbox, but I did it first, but guess. <laughs> <laughs> Denise needed to warm up from Chicago, but it's that's so true is that we needed to move and kind of realize that like, we do have that power, right? To influence ourselves and, and making those, those connections and making, and, and kind of, you know, making the changes in, into our lives. And how do you do that? Right. Um, how do you, how do you get to a place where you feel like you have that power to influence yourself, your sense of well being? How do you set those intentions for yourself? And, you know, and, and to kind of back up a second is, was picking up and moving or was getting a new job and working from home and starting the blog and figuring out, you know, other parts of my life. Was that something that was, was that happiness? Was that, was that a feeling of happiness or was it something else? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we've talked about this too, a little bit in the past, but like, you know, the idea of happiness, right? You named your blog about it, right? Um, your younger self um, was was searching for that quote unquote, like happiness, right? And and I think we've talked about, it and I challenge you, like, is it happiness? You really look, is it, you know, possible to feel like when I think of happiness, right? I think about, you know, um, a night out with girlfriends or watching my daughter at a dance recital and getting that, you know, that warm and fuzzy, like happy feeling smile, like, you know, from ear to ear. 
Um, and it's, you know, I don't know that that's, well, at least I'll speak for myself, not possible, you know, it's unexpected or it's just unattainable to be happy all the time. If you knew, if you were happy all the time, you would never know sadness, you'd never know happiness, right? But like, is it more feeling fulfilled, right? Feeling vital, right? And feeling like you have a purpose and, and, and may, is that more, you know, is that more manageable? Is that more attainable than, you know, this, this idea of happiness, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you're on the right path, right? I mean, maybe initially you thought it was happiness that you were searching for, but maybe it's that, you know, maybe it's fulfillment, maybe it's vitality, right? And I think we'll, we'll talk, I mean, I, I kind of uncovered that, you know, in a book I was reading recently called um, Everyday Vitality. I mean, I'll put it up. And, uh, it's by a, uh, Samantha Boardman. She's a doctor of positive psychology and, you know, Harvard trained psychiatrist. And I just love her book and all the things that she says in there. I, I highly recommend it. And it's, um, a, yeah. and it's, and it's a new book, right? Like, so she, yeah. I've also started reading it. I have not finished it yet, um, but it was written in 2021. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it very much resonates with the time we are, we are at today. And I think one of the interesting pieces so far that I've read was, was when she kind of talked about how, you know, you'll have to make a note if you, if you'll have to like put up like an emoji or something like if you've ever gone through therapy, right? So I've gone through therapy, yeah. um, you know, working with a therapist, Denise has gone through therapy, working, you know, time, more than <laughs> many, a couple times in my life. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things that I really noticed, especially during my last big bout, when I was so unhappy or I was not feeling vital, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of put that out there mm -hmm. is everything that I brought to the session was so negative, right? It was all of my negative energy. It was negative feelings. And, you know, I think it's interesting too, that she really, she went back to school, this author, this, this Dr. Boardman, she went back to school to figure out wait a second, I just lost a client because she had the same thoughts that, as I'm bringing to the table right now, that the entire session was just a bitch sesh, right? Like it was just talking about the awful things that are going on in my life when there, there's clearly every day is not just, you know, a whirlwind of negative, right? There's, I woke up today and I felt great. Is there days that I wake up and I don't feel great? A hundred percent, right? So we can't always feel happiness, but can we be more fulfilled? Can we have this vitality for life? Um, I definitely think so. And so I wanted to, you know, I wanted to put out to our listeners that, you know, we don't always have to feel like we're on this Ferris wheel of starts and stops. I think both Denise and I are guilty of this as well, that, you know, we're certainly not perfect, right? We've what? what we've been talking we'll we'll tell our husbands that we're perfect 100 percent. but we know right that we've been <laughs> we've been putting out there for months that you know we 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 set off in 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 the spring and this in in i'm mean, sorry the summer and the fall of last year to really give our our individual businesses a go and a really good run and do you know how many starts and stops probably monthly that we had and how many times we had set something up like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this and this by this. And that we ended up getting to this and had to push it back or I mean, forward, you know, like that we couldn't just, we couldn't get it done. So we're still in this cycle, right? We're, we are not perfect, but we're really trying to work towards 
feeling like we're not just on this Ferris wheel of starts and stops, right? Of thinking about our intentions of what it is that we want that's going to give us that day-to-day happiness, right? That's going to give us that feeling of when we go out with our girlfriends or our spouse or our group of friends or being with our kids and or with our families and our parents and feeling happy and joyful. Look, I went out Friday night with, with some girls. I, the last, you know, it's been months since I had seen them and really that we like sat and, you know, we got there at, 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 we got to the restaurant at 645 and the next thing we know it's after 10. And one of the girls is like, Amy, is, is it time to go home? Cause I drove, like we need to get going. Like I am, my eyes are closing here, not because we're not having fun, but she's also a busy working mom and you know, the same thing. So we had yeah. that happiness and you feel really good after you. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you'll get to that later in the book too, when you read and she talks about, uh, Dr. Borman talks about that feeling of vitality. And sometimes, you know, the urge to like, maybe if you're doing a lot and you're feeling run down or burned out and burnout is the very hot topic on Instagram and the helping community right now, just the last like two years have really, I mean, it's already been happening, but like, you know, last two years just intensified it, right? Because our of most people's lives in the whole world, not just the United States were turned upside down. But going back to Dr. Borman, what she was talking about is that you know, sometimes even if you're like, you know, if you're tired or exhausted, a busy day, or you feel like burnt out, um, you know, burnt out, quote unquote. Um, and, you know, maybe someone, you know, maybe a, someone had invited you to do something, right? But you thought, well, I'm not going to do that because I'd rather just sit home and like rest and, you know, and, and just watch TV or be on my phone and just not be out because that'll make me feel recharged. But what she shows in the research shows is that actually, you know, that doesn't always, always the case. Like if you're sick or whatever, yes, yeah, stay home, physically sick, but like, stay if, home. If, if you're just, yeah, especially in the COVID era, stay home. But if, if you're not, you're just kind of feeling just it not in it funk or out of it or just tired I mean it's not always the best idea to just sit on that couch and um that's the easiest right yeah it's well, easy it's, to or sit or on like, the couch or it's like a go-to right for some people thinking well I'm home I'm not doing anything I'm just on my phone right yep. but that actually being you know you know, being isolated can also, you know, for some people, especially extroverted people like you and I like that can all almost be we might feel less uh, you know, we might feel not, you know, less, not easy, still tired, right? If we did that, because we get our, our I'm speaking for me, I get my energy from other people. So me going out, I make wake up in the morning, I'm a little tired, but I'll feel more fulfilled and more, um, I physically might be tired, but I'll feel so much better than probably if I sat home and was on my phone on Instagram and LinkedIn for like an hour, I'm watching Netflix, Bridgerton season two or whatever it is, right? So, um, and then if I would have gone out for two hours, spent some time with my girlfriends and really felt that like, oh, what I need, you know? Right. But that's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it might not be the same for introverts. And she talks about that too, but she challenges the introverts, right? Like, you know, maybe not every night, but once every two weeks, do that. Like take that invitation that you might not do or go do something that you enjoy. It doesn't even have to be like going out with girlfriends. It could be right. going out on a walk, like on the beach. Is that, you know, does that make you feel better than sitting on the couch on your phone on Instagram? Probably right. so. Right. So I think that that's a huge piece, right? So we've talked about this is that both of us are clearly extrovert, right? We are, we are, that is, that is our personality. And I think one of the pieces that I've recognized in myself over the past two years is 
some of those extroverted feelings, like I am okay being home. But then when I go out, I'm like, oh, I really miss being out. And I really miss being with my friends. And I think that energy, right, that energy that you spoke about, that you do get that from other people. So often, I feel like I'm also a person that if you know me in real life, I tend to be, at least on the surface, like I have it all together, right? This is how I try to this is what this is the story that I try to tell people by by physically looking at me that I have my shit together, that I have energy, you know, that I'm that I'm thriving when inside that's not necessarily how I'm I'm operating. Right. And I have a girlfriend that, you know, has said that to me. We've 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 been out and she's like, Amy, are you OK? And I'm like, yeah, like, why? Why would you ask? You know, because if I'm not this like bubbly, you know, outgoing person that's like drawing people in that there's something wrong, right? And it's not, but those are just some of my introverted feelings that I'm just like, you know what? I I just don't have that energy in me today and that's okay, right? It's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm not happy. It doesn't mean that I'm not necessarily being fulfilled, but it just means like, hey, you know, I gotta like just, I'm here, I'm present, but I'm not like totally, I'm not totally there. Um, self-awareness is so important right and I mean and that's I think a lot of times that comes with age um you know maturity whatever you want to call it our midlife absolutely but I mean it's it's so true right I mean you know knowing your limits right even though you're extroverted doesn't mean you can't like want to sit home one night and watch Netflix but like um but at the same time, like if you haven't done that in a while, like you had it, right? Didn't that put like a pep in your step? Like, totally. I mean, I mean, even today, like I was excited coming, driving here to like my house um, to do this. <laughs> to do our <laughs> no, virtual I, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming here to do this because I feel like it's flow, right? And I, I get, you know, I get flow, career flow and, and satisfaction fulfillment from expressing myself and hoping that it impacts others. It may totally. not today, but I hope it will. Right. And, and so this is, this is a flow for me. This is fulfillment. Um, so I, this, you know, I woke up of- today right now, the, the clouds have kind of settled in, but this morning when I woke up, I knew I had actually a really busy day today. I had a client meeting this morning. We obviously had our podcast recording this afternoon, but I, you know, it's a new month. There's, we, we had a death in our family last week. We were on vacation. There was just, you know, hockey, honestly, like hockey, like takes over your life and we had come off of um, our playoffs and just kind of coming, March was just insane. And, you know, we, we, we kept like, it was like diet, exercise, everything. Like I was really going, I, you know, we picked, we picked up a Peloton in, in October mm-hmm. of last year. And from October through basically winter break, I had a 10 week streak that every single week I had done at least one ride on my bike. And then once the new year hit and we got back into town, I had that same 10 week streak. And then I got sick in March and then, you know, my son is sick and then we're traveling and then this and that. And the whirlwind of life really kind of gets in. And that's something that like on a day to day brings me a ton of fulfillment. It takes everything in my power sometimes to get up and go work out and get on that bike. But once I'm off and once I'm done, I'm like, I am so, so happy that I did that. It's the same thing you were saying about getting out and going for a walk. So I challenge you all to really kind of set some intention of what, of, of what, of how you can really make your pursuit, right? 
means something. So in setting our personal intentions, when you're setting these powerful intentions that you're creating within your specific state, your frame of mind that serves you, that serves your purpose, you're sending a message to the universe, to the world, to yourself, what you are looking for, what is, what are you bringing out? And I wanted to kind of challenge you with, with a couple of, a couple of ways to kind of set some intention to your day. Um, and so that you can kind of figure out what is going to make you happy, right? Day to day, what is going to bring you fulfillment? Um, and really kind of thinking about when was the last time that you thought about what you want, right? We are, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to make an assumption that many of the, the people that are listening to this podcast are probably women, um, potentially have children, um, maybe multiples, or maybe are at a stage of life where their children are grown and they're out of the house, right? So I think about even like my mother, when was the last time that she thought about what she wants? When was that? So I challenge you to think about what, when was the last time that you thought about you? I think so often we are caught up in serving others in, in, in certain, before we're serving ourselves. And I think one of the big pieces over the years I have learned and definitely through the pandemic is if I am serving others and I'm not serving myself, then I am not feeling fulfilled and I am not feeling vital, right? Or in, and feeling that vitality, because if I'm not feeling that, then I'm just going to want to sit and watch Netflix, right? I'm just going to want to watch. I'm just going to want to binge Bridgerton or, you know, watch HBO Max and, and just sit and watch Friends on Rerun. Those, those things right there, th those are the things that, you know, that's the introverted me, right? That anyways, so before I go off on too much, you know, um, promos of shows, <laughs> I think I want to leave you with, with a couple of steps. So I want you to think about when was the last time you thought about something that you wanted, that you wanted to obtain? It wasn't how you're going to get your kid from point A to point B. It's not about pleasing your husband. It's pleasing you. And what do you want to be? How do you wish to contribute what you're doing, right? So an example, um, I learned that I have, I feel fulfilled in my personal life with self-care. And my self-care can be making sure that my hair is dry. I have curly hair, but I feel better when my hair is straight. I've been straightening it since I was 12 years old. And that makes me feel better um, when I get my nails done or I'm getting my hair done or I'm you know, getting a facial or a massage. Those are things, and I know that they're like surface, but those are things that really help me to kind of unwind and allow me to be the best person that I can be going out for a walk um, and working out. So I think the things, Amy, how did you get to that? If our listeners are like, oh, I'm, I'm super busy. Like I don't even spend time to think about myself like that. Like, what did you, how did you come to those realizations about self-care and and helping others and things like that. Yeah, great question. So I think it's really trying to figure out what is one small thing in your life? I'm working with a nutrition coach right now and we all wanna lose 50 pounds, right? Like I would say that, yep, I wanna, I wanna do it, but it's really hard to lose 50 pounds, right? But what are the small things, small changes, the little pebbles that you can do every day to reach this more ultimate goal, right? So is it carving out 
20 minutes a day to read, right? Some people might be challenged because they just want to be able to pick up a book. And I think that that's a huge challenge. I have like 10 books sitting on my nightstand right now, all like midway through because I have really good intentions, <laughs> but time, right? By the end of the day, I'm so tired from just the whirlwind, but I think it's figuring out ways to, as I've, as we've shared, like I'm not perfect, but it's waking up and I'm going to say to myself, you know what? It is a goal of mine to get on this bike. Even if it's 20 minutes, I am getting on this bike and doing it, right? It's, it's, I think that is the hardest piece is taking that first step to doing it. And so it's setting that intention of, okay, I am going to set aside five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever time that you think that you can do for yourself even if you're, if, if, if you are a parent or a mom or a person that is driving to the office, you know, and you're saying to yourself, Hey, I'd really like to listen to this podcast. That's your intention. It's I'm going to shut my phone off. I'm not going to answer. And I'm going to listen to this 30 minute podcast because that's going to bring me fulfillment and happiness during this small time that I am sitting in traffic and I'm going to work. Right. Mm -hmm. So I challenge my art. I challenge our listeners with when was the last time you thought about something that you want? What do you want to be? Who do you want to be? What do you wish to contribute or have done? Um, and then, and write it down. Once you have your intentions set, write it down, tell your mother, tell your father, tell your best friend, put it in your phone, set up a, a weekly reminder, you know, however it is that you are going to be able to figure out a way to hold yourself accountable. Find that accountability buddy, right? So Denise and I, that's a perfect example of mm -hmm. finding that accountability buddy, right? Is we're going to work on this podcast and each week we're going to set up, we're going to meet on Mondays and we're going to carve out this time and we're going to do it. We would we'd be lying to you if we said that there were times that we did not reschedule, right? Even today when yeah. we were trying to get our recording in, I was running late from my meeting. Denise was at an appointment as well. We were both running late and we just needed like 15 minutes to decompress, to get ourselves together before we jumped on to do this recording. So Denise and I are very good in terms of accountability buddies, right? Maybe we're pushing things back, but we are holding ourselves accountable to getting it done. Um, so document your journey. And then make your intentions adjustable and attainable. So don't set something like, don't say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds by June, right? Say, I'm going to lose five pounds by June, because that's something that's more attainable than 50 pounds by June, right? That would be mm -hmm. seriously unhealthy, but two pounds a month, three pounds a month, it's definitely doable because right. you're getting, on the path. You're on, on the path. Yeah. I mean, I think I saw something like on Instagram this week, last weekend about like, you know, about veganism, right. And like, you know, maybe the goal is not to be like, you know, completely strike animal and dairy products all from, you know, your diet. Maybe it's like just slowly eliminate animal products and dairy products. If that's your goal. Right. And maybe keep some in there and mostly plant-based. Right. And, and so, you know, it's perfectionism is killing. This is what I was saying, killing veganism really. Right. <laughs> I mean, but I think that could be a metaphor for a lot of things. Right. Um, you know, just because you're not losing what you think you should lose, you know, each week, but you're on a gradual journey of loss. I mean, that's a win, right? That's um, a win. That's a win, right? I mean, 
So, I mean, the nutritionist that I'm working with, one of the things that she suggested to me was she asked me in one of our first meetings, how am I cooking? I, like I said, I do a lot of cooking at home and I, I was kind of following like a whole 30 kind of paleo diet. And so it's like more high fat, you know, and she was asking me how I'm cooking. And I said, you know, I use oil and she's like, do you measure your oil? I'm like, no, I really just kind of, I'm a chef. I just eyeball who measures. She's like, well, one of the things that you can do is that you're, you're taking on so many calories just from the oil. Like you literally haven't even eaten. And she's like, you're taking on so many calories from the oil or the butter that you are using to cook your food. And I was like, mind blown from this. I'm like, worth your session fee, you know, just in this like little, little tip. And so I switched instantly to the sprays, right there. You don't just have to do the Pam anymore. That's Mm -hmm. like condensed, you know, whatever, but you can actually get like avocado oil and you can get ghee and you can get all of these items that are in these bottles that are just like pressure and, and, and you could spray and that like cuts the calories. And it was just like the most like sensible, like, I don't, maybe sensible is not the right word, but just like what practical. a thought, practical, okay. what a thought. Like if you just small change, yes, small, small, change. small change. And so small changes is- can make big impacts along the way, right? Exactly. If they're done right. So I think yep. that's what you're saying too about, you know, like daily habits and things like that. So exactly, exactly. Um, so um, we don't, we would love to continue to have this conversation and we'd love to continue to correspond with you. So, you know, in our, in our social feeds, please, please, you know, comment, let us know what you thought about this topic, how you pursue happiness. Do you feel like it's, you know, happiness versus being fulfilled, feeling, feeling, you know, that feeling of vitality in your day, how are you going to make some changes in your life, you know, to set some intentions on, you know, how you can be reaching some little milestones, you know, in your life. Um, we, like I said, we'd love to like, you know, we, we, we want to continue the conversation with you. So definitely comment on, you know, within, within our social media platforms. Um, and with that, you can find us online. Um, my personal Instagram is Amy L Alex 28. Uh, that's my Instagram. Um, and then we will also linked in the show notes, have our Facebook group. So you can, you know, comment and we'll post and do all of that. And then Denise will tell you how to reach her. Sure. Absolutely. So, um, you can learn about my business and coaching and transitions and, and feeling a more fulfilled career at, at drcareercoaching.com. That's my website. Actually, Amy helped me build that. That was a part of our partnership uh, last year. Uh, or you can always find me at LinkedIn, uh, with, you know, spelling in my name, you'll find it in the show notes. Um, and, uh, I highly recommend walking away to just of this fulfillment uh, is, uh, everyday vitality by Dr. Samantha Boardman. Great read. Um, great read. Uh, check that out. If you're, if if you're really, if some of these topics resonate with you, she goes into it and she has research data and all sorts of cool things. So shout out to Samantha, Dr. Boardman. She's awesome. <laughs> um, yes. And you can find me at all those same places. And my personal website is a2salesandmarketing.com. Um, as well as on LinkedIn, you could just Google us. I feel like you'll hopefully start to find us online. Um, <laughs> and with that, we are going to, I think, sign off for today. Yeah, and check us out. We're doing words. Yeah, and check us out for our next podcast episode. Is we're going to talk about uh, telling us 
telling you know the world your story right you know how to answer this common question that you get in interviews but also just in life like tell me about yourself what do you do right um it's such a stumper for so many people and so we're going to demystify that i'm going to give you three tips that i talk about and uh so that'll be my topic next week uh so talk to you soon Woo bye everyone bye bye that's a wrap <laughs>